The Strana Group has generally done a good job at its racetracks. It's put in new surfaces at Santa Anita, Gulfstream, and Laurel Park. It's spent millions renovating Santa Anita's clubhouse, none of which explains why in the Gulfstream Park parking lot it has just built a 110-foot statue of Pegasus stomping a dead dragon with fountains of water shooting out all over the place. What? You really expect me to top that one? <laughs> and thanks for dropping by Lenny's place. We had a feast of racing action this Thanksgiving weekend with California Chrome looking right at home on the turf at Del Mar. I'm hoping though that his immediate future is back on the dirt as the Strube series at Santa Anita offers a chance for four-year-olds to compete against one another through the winter months. These could be the Zenyatta-Rachel duels we never got to see. Shared belief, Bayern, opportunity, California Chrome, let's turn them loose on one another. In the words of my friend, the great Hall of Fame writer, Georgie Velasquez, when asked why he put Aladar eyeball to eyeball with a firm than the Belmont, let's line them up and see who's who in America. Plus, it was great to see Honor Code come back the other day looking like himself. We hope for a big season for him in 2015. I want to mention the passing of Dr. Jack Robbins a great man and one of the architects of racing in California. Dr. Robbins was a founding member of the Oak Tree Racing Association, which has helped so many others in this sport, and of the AAEP Veterinarians Group. He cared for, among many others, the great John Henry. He was an honest and direct man, and I can recall back 15 years ago to a roundtable panel of vets we had here at the Blood Horse, Dr. Robbins advocated for getting vets out of stalls on race days, period, no exception. Dr. Robbins leaves a legacy of not only his own deeds and work, but those of his sons, Jay Robbins, the trainer of the great Tisnow, and Tom Robbins, who's an executive at Del Mar. Speaking of California, Santa Anita announced that it has changed the name of the Sir Beaufort Stakes to the Mathis Brothers Mile, due to a sponsorship agreement with that furniture chain. Santa Anita is about to change the name of several other stakes we'll see in 2015. The Lazy Boy Handicap for horses that haven't run six furlongs and under 115. The Sleep Number Stakes. Trainers select the speed they want their horses to go. The Ikea Stakes. Horsemen have to assemble the starting gate themselves the Tempur-Pedic Handicap to be run on a foam synthetic racetrack, and the Overstock.com stakes, no matter how many entries, it has to be split into two divisions. Joining me now is one of my all-time favorite <laughs> interviews. He's a self-made man who also self-made one of the great sires of the world right now. Ken Ramsey, thanks for dropping into Lenny's place. Thanks. Glad to be here. Yeah, all right. Always. Good. We're going to show a clip of you leading Bobby's kitten into the Breeders' Cup Winter Circle. We've talked about this before. The sheer joy on your face when, when you've won a race like this. Tell me how exciting this is when you've bred and own a Breeders' Cup winner like this. 
my heart's already begin to palpitate. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's really, it's hard to express in words. And this particular horse, uh, I did not think he'd be back that far. And when he is dead last, when they cross across the dirt there in the six and a half furlong downhill where they cross across, uh, I said, oh my gosh, another nightmare, another second or third, you know, we just can't get it over the hump in this Breeders' Cup. And then he put on one of the most tremendous runs I've ever seen. I mean, just accelerated unbelievably. And I thought he got up. I turned around to the lady behind me and I said, did I win the race or not? She said, Mr. Ramsey, go get that horse you won. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it was kind of like I, I, another exciting moment would be, of course, uh, when Roses and May won the Whitney. That was a heart throbbing Mm -hmm. And Tom mm -hmm. Durkin gave the best call I ever heard in my life. I mean, on and on and on. I mean, it just, that's what it's all about. Yeah. That, that, that's it. So that, that culminated the entire, my Breeders' Cup out there, that went, went with Bobby's kitten. And the fact that it was named for Bobby Frankel. Yeah. And uh, the, the fact that the biggest horse over in Europe, you know, was named Frankel. Yep. And then he come over here and we get a grade one name of Bobby Frankel. And the stake race is named after. I mean, he's going to be, you know, <laughs> Famous forever. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he, he, he's down in history. The yeah. horses and everything, he couldn't have left a better legacy yeah. than what he left abroad and over here through Judmont, and uh, hopefully yeah. Bobby's kitten is not finished yet. Yeah, that's great <laughs> stuff. Now, last year, you and your stallion kittens, Joy, had a year that I don't know who's going to match that. But having said that, 2014, you and your wife, Sarah, are the leading owners in North America. You're the leading breeders in North America. <laughs> Kitten's Joy is number three on the general sire list. He's got more stakes winners than anybody else. He's got as many, almost as many grade one winners. This has been kind of another sneaky, very good year for, for everybody, hasn't it? We got a horse named Sneaky Kitten. I think that kind of says it all. <laughs> but uh, he does have about 24 stake winners, and we got another month left to go. And we're planning on, now I know that uh, my contemporary <laughs> D. Wayne Lucas and uh, Mr. Uh, Willis Horton, uh, Will, Will, Willis Horton is take, take Charge Brandy, has put uh, Giants Causeway up to number, number two right now. Yeah. But that's a temporary deal. Before <laughs> the end of the year, on December the 31st, you take the stats, Kitten's Joy will be second only to tap it. Right. And we think we're probably going to have uh, more stake winners and also yes. more stake wins individually mm -hmm. and collectively mm -hmm. than anybody else. Yeah. So he's had 24 both years so far and uh, amazing year for him. Yeah, I don't think people realize, of course, Tappet's getting all the heavy. He's had the kind of year yep, this yep, year that yep, yep. Kittens Joy had last year. I think people don't realize the Kittens Joy is stacking him up now. He's, <laughs> he, he's backed up last year with another great year this year. So two years in a row to be a number one last year, and I think end up number two this year yeah. when, the, when the yeah. final dust settles. That that's remarkable, especially about a, a dirt stallion. I mean, a, a turf stallion. Yeah. And and uh, with as many stallions as some of the other people have out there, and we're number one breeder, and we only have the one. Yeah. I mean, that that that's really remarkable. I, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm gonna let a little. May not be a secret. But some of the things that has made him what he is, the fact that we're good handicappers and we put these horses in spots where they can win. Mm -hmm. So we try to manage them, mm -hmm. and if they fit, we put them in there. Yeah. And also, I have a real, really good working relationship with the jockeys that ride my kittens' joys and the trainers. Mm -hmm. And we do not want them out there on the front end. Uh -huh. They've uh, the way.
way the, the heart is developed and the whole composition, they've got that one big burst of speed. And if you use that early, then it's not there in the stretch call. But if you can uh, have a pacemaker in there so they can stay in, uh, you know, within striking range like Bobby's kitten, for example, then they got that burst on the end and they use it the right place. So we manage the trainers and the jockeys, mm -hmm. uh, and, if, and, and that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hands on. Right. My way or the highway, almost that way. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, you're a smart guy, which, which puzzles me because you did a dumb thing the other day, and that is you asked me what stallions you wanted. To, I, <laughs> I recommended that you free to. But the point is, you have so many good daughters of kittens joy now that you have to look outside now for a lot of your breeding decisions to go to other stallions. So you made the mistake of asking me what stains to go. I, I hope you. I hope you're not listening to me that closely. I, I, I put. I put them down. And on our farm and our whole business, we run what we call a democratic democracy. I like to get everybody's views, and I sit back and look at the big picture and decide what to do. We did use one of your stallions, uh, but I came to the final conclusion on my Goodmire which is a, a full sister to Precious Kitten, mm -hmm. who won multiple grade one races we sold to the Jacksons. Uh, we decided to go to uh, Tappet. Uh -huh. In other words, if you can't beat them, <laughs> join them. Well, you didn't need my <laughs> advice for that. I mean, uh, well, the, the stud fee is $300,000, but if you look at it, it's a good investment because this mare, because mm -hmm. she's a half to kitten's joy, I have the same mare, so it's, it's unbelievable pedigree. It's all going to be on one page. So uh, I think even if it's a not too good one, and the best foal we have right now on the farm is by Tappet out of this mare. Uh -huh. What you call a wow uh, when it was born. Mark called me at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. He says, this looks like Secretariat. He said, it's a wow foal. This is a wow foal. He's not missed a beat, not got hurt, got the great heart, correct. I mean, this could be my stallion for the future. I got to figure out a good name to put him on it. I might want to use not for profit because if I've been in the business for profit, I could probably sold him <laughs> the way the Tappet sold out here for a million dollars or who knows what. But we're not for profit on this one. Well, Lenny's kit and the Fed name's still available. Lenny's you kitten. Can, yeah, <laughs> I may name him Artemis. Put my little town on the well, map. I thought you used that one already. I've used Artemis kit, but kitten. not plain okay. Artemis. Okay. <laughs> And someone else, a guy, a guy, who's that Artemis Argatera or something? Somebody else is honing in on your, yeah, on your yeah, name they, there a little bit. But that's good. When you're copycatting, you mean they, they think you're doing all right. All right. I know it's on number one on your bucket list. You're a guy from Artemis, Kentucky. You want to win that Kentucky Derby. Tell me what you're working on. To, to When's that going to happen for you? We're working on it. All I right. mean... Uh, I've, I've got another 15 or 20 years left yet. I, I could get the promised land yet. I ain't gonna bet. I ain't gonna bet against you. I'll tell you that. I've got a little space left on the bottom of my tombstone to put that on there. Yeah. Well, what, what, you want to put on there? You, you made a lot of good deals, but you went in the hole on this one. Yeah, I like that. One. I, I first had uh, thanks for stopping by. I missed you, but uh, I like that one. Made a lot of good deals, but. Uh, <laughs> Always a great interview, fantastic year. Ken and Sarah Ramsey, congratulations again. Thank you, Lenny. Enjoyed being on the show. It's great seeing you. <laughs> want to thank Ken Ramsey for being here. We want to thank you, our viewers. We want to thank Darby Dan Farm. We'll be back with you in two weeks with the next <laughs> Lenny's Place.